Welcome to episode 52 of the Various and Sundry podcast. I am your host, Matt Harmon, joined in virtual studio by my good friend, my co-host, my colleague, and the man who is ready to crown the New York Knicks, the 2020-2021 NBA champions, John Scott Sloat. Doc, how you doing? I'm doing well. This is this is the last episode of 2020. Yeah, yeah. It's the last episode of 2020. Um, we just got done with Christmas. Uh, how, uh, how was your Christmas? Uh, it was good. It was good. We were in the great city of Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, nice. Classic Christmas city. Omaha. Yes. Yes. To spend time with my wife's family there. So that was, that was quite nice. What about you guys? Where were you at? Yeah. So uh, we were with uh, my wife's family in St. Louis. Uh, so we were both uh, middle America uh, there for, for a time. Yes. Yes. Though, uh, from what I understand, your Christmas had a little bit more of an international flavor than perhaps mine did. That's right. That's right. Uh, my wife's sister's boyfriend was there. Um, he's from the UK, so he obviously couldn't go home. And, uh, and he brought a British Christmas to us. Uh, so we had beans on toast for breakfast. Uh, we did a, a flaming Christmas pudding for dessert. It, it was quite lovely. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Well, we had no such international intrigue in, uh, <laughs> in Omaha. In Omaha. But in any case, uh, if you'd like to connect with us on the podcast, you can find us on Twitter at V&SPod. You can email the show, variousandsundrypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page for the Various and Sundry Podcast, so you can give us a like and a follow there. And if you would be so moved, we'd love for you to head on over to the podcast app and leave us a five-star rating. And even if you'd like to go above and beyond that, a, a lovely little re review of the show would be appreciated. Yeah, you can write whatever you want in the review, but we need five stars. That's right. That's right. We're open to criticism. Just leave us a five-star review. Yes. So uh, this being episode 52, I, I think we should even just start by acknowledging we did not think that we would record 52 episodes this year. Yeah, uh, we made it a full year uh, doing weekly episodes. Now we were aided by the fact that we we couldn't travel or really or really go anywhere. But uh, yes, but uh, but yeah, we recorded uh, fifty two episodes. You know, pat, pat us on the back. Don't, I, I wouldn't necessarily expect that in the coming years, uh, but uh, maybe it's a you know it's a bar to shoot for something to shoot. For. We will see. We will see. So, I. Uh, Let's let's get to our sports update here. So uh, we're recording on Tuesday morning, which means that uh, week 16 in the NFL is done. Yeah. Yep. And um, probably the biggest headline from the weekend was the fact that your New York football Jets defeated the Cleveland Browns in a stunning upset. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was aided by, I think, the majority of the Browns wide receiving core got COVID or contact tracing, so none of them could play, and so they were bringing guys up from the practice squad. Um, and as I think it was like seven 
wide receivers were unavailable. That's pretty deep into the roster if, if you're. <laughs> and so I, I remember reading that, that, oh, the Browns are just going to run the ball. They're just going to run the ball. And that helps the Browns. You know, that was sort of thing. And then Nate in Ohio texts me that they threw on the first, I can't remember, seven of nine plays. And he just went, this is going to be a disaster. And uh, he was it right. Turned out, it turned out uh, uh, badly for the Browns. So um, now if you think about the Jets, the Jets uh, lost two weeks ago uh, to the Oakland Raiders on a last second play. They won last week and they won this week. Um, if that play at the end of the Oakland goes differently, we're looking at a three game streak. Uh, yeah, but I, I do remember at the beginning of the year of the season, uh, us having this conversation about um, about the Brown about the, uh, the the Jets' habit of doing things like this, where they'll start a year like zero oh, and six, zero oh, and seven, and then they'll win like you know five of their last seven or something like that, just enough to diminish their draft chances, their draft pick so that they don't get the top pick. And in a lesser degree, they've done that again this year enough to guarantee now that they will not have the first pick in the NFL draft. Yep. Yep. And we'll have the second pick. So whatever that is worth, we'll have the second pick. It's just what it is at this point. Um, We'll, okay. we'll see what happens through free agency. We'll see what happens to the draft. Um, there's a new regime. Hopefully they fire the coach next week and we can all be happy. Do you think there's any actual doubt that they'll fire the coach? Well, I, I saw a news report over the week. That, uh, if Gase didn't win this game, they were going to fire. Keep winning. You keep your job. But I, I just can't imagine he's going to keep his job past Monday next week. Yeah, I, I can't ima- I can't envision that either. Gotta go. It's been bad. Well, uh, so we've got one week left in the regular season and mm-hmm. a good a good handful of uh, playoff spots still available. Um, one of the bigger games will be the Steelers and the Browns. Uh, even though the Steelers have now clinched the AFC North, uh, the Browns, despite looking very strong a few weeks ago, are now actually in a position where they could conceivably miss the playoffs. Well, they're in that very good division um, with the Steelers, who started the season. What were they? Sorry, eight and zero, something like that. It was eleven and zero. Eleven and zero, um, and the Ravens, who uh, were a favorite Super Bowl pick by many uh, to start the year. So um, yeah, yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're in a tough spot. Yes. So we'll see how that all shakes out. Um, The NBA season has begun. Yeah. So three or four games deep, I think. Yeah. So only very initial things. Have you, have you watched any NBA action? I, I have not. Um, I don't have cable. Uh, and so getting getting NBA games on network is is difficult. Um, uh, they, they, they really don't exist um, on broadcast network anymore until you get past the NFL season. And then you get like maybe an, an, uh, an ABC game on a Sunday yeah. afternoon. I, I was thinking ABC has games on 
on on the weekends. But that's that's about it. Everything's on on cable. So I haven't watched any games. I keep up with scores, uh, but that's about it. No NBA league pass for you? No, not yet. Uh, I think I want the the Knicks to be uh, good. So probably for the next six seven years, I probably won't bother. <laughs> gotcha. Well, speaking of the NBA, um, your Knicks. Yeah. Good solid start, but probably the, the the biggest sort of eye opener was they beat Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks by twenty. Uh, yeah, that was. Um, I remember checking that game at halftime, and uh, that was very exciting. Uh, so it's a young team, young roster with uh, Tom Thibodeau, uh, who's frankly hit or miss as a coach. Um, but if if those young players buy into th- uh, Thibodeau's system of defense, which they seem to at the start of the year. Um, I think, I think they could be better uh, than they have been in the past. We shall see. I, I think um, the other notable result so far was, and this happened on Sunday as, uh, as I was driving back from Omaha and my, my son was updating me it's like, hey, Dad, by the way, um, the Mavs are up 50 on the Clippers at halftime. Yeah, I saw that. Which I think was the largest halftime deficit in NBA history. I think so. I think I read that. Now, it should be noted the Clippers did not have Kawhi Leonard on the floor for this game. Still. Still. That's <laughs> terrible. That's that. That's just beyond awful. I mean, the Mavs are good. They're 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 a good, solid playoff team. But I mean, that that's just unthinkable. The the Mavs didn't have Porzingis on the floor for that game, though. I mean, they they were missing one of their pillars. Yeah, just a just a weird. And I I have caught a little bit um a, a little bit of uh, a few games here and there on Christmas Day. And it's still just a weird look. I mean, they're out of the bubble now, but they are playing, you know, so so they're playing in their home arenas, but no fans. Yeah, I think the NBA is different, uh, or at least it feels different because the NBA, when you're watching on TV, you can see the fans. Uh, You can see uh, them uh, even interact with players at times. Uh, NFL game, you really can't see them at all um baseball you can but it it doesn't impact the game quite as much like the fans aren't on the floor with with uh with players like they are in the nba yeah and i've noticed this watching some college basketball as well that it's it's stunning when you see some of these college games because they've got the bleachers pushed back and that sort of stuff to to give more space for the the social distancing on the bench and there's no like it, it has the look and feel of a scrimmage. Mm-hmm. If it, it feels like they've just opened the gym and, you know, they've got, you know, two teams going at it in a, in a preseason scrimmage that normally would just be a closed door affair. But in, in the COVID era here, we've got, you know, this, this weird dynamic of, of watching games that look like this just feels like a scrimmage and hearing literally everything on the floor which has created some uh, challenges for uh the people responsible for bleeping out some uh uh salty language 
Yeah, those laser mics aren't are nearly as fashionable when you're picking up profanity all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So anyway, uh, and since it is the last week of the uh, of the year here, we are approaching the college football playoff. Uh, we've got uh, Alabama and Notre Dame playing in the Rose Bowl, which is being played in Dallas. Which, uh, isn't, at, which isn't the Rose Bowl. But. At, at Jerry World, yes. Um, and uh, you've got the Sugar Bowl hosting uh, Clemson versus the Ohio State University, which uh, should be a really good game. Is that and, New Orleans? Is that New Orleans? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and, you know, this is, the, this is the matchup Ohio State fans have wanted. Uh, most, if not all, Ohio State fans feel like they got hosed against Clemson last year. And so getting a rematch, I think, is what a lot of Ohio State fans wanted. We will see how that turns out. Well, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. And those are New Year's Day, correct? New Year's Day, yeah. Okay. The, uh, the Bama-Notre Dame game is the early game at four. And the Clemson-Ohio State game is at, um, is at eight. So, okay, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Speaking of seeing how things go, uh, <laughs> no one could have predicted how 2020 went. Um, and so it's, uh, it, it's our main topic for today is just kind of the year in review, thinking back on the, uh, on 2020, as well as the podcast itself. So yeah, yeah, it's a little state of the podcast episode, you know, yes. instead of state of the union that's given by the president. This is the state of the pod. Okay. All right, the state of the pod. Um well, let's start with kind of what we initially envisioned. Um you know, we've we've told the origins story of the podcast before, so we don't need to rehash that necessarily, but let's let's maybe start with what we kind of envisioned this podcast being and ho- uh, hope for it to be uh, when we when we first press the record button. Yeah, um, and and I'll throw out my my thinking, and then Doc, you can you can add to it. But but my hopes were that we, we would have um, my my greatest hopes, honestly, were that, were that we would have a small uh, but committed listenership uh, that would engage with us, interact with us. Um, I was hoping. I, I think. I think my wildest dreams were 50 downloads a week um, that, that we would uh, see consistent downloads coming in uh, and that we would, you and you and I have uh, every other week meeting and uh, opportunity to, to be together um, and, and just talk things, honestly, that we talk about anyway. Uh, what, what were you hoping for uh, in addition to, to some of those things? I'd say pretty similarly. Um, I, I think that, um, I probably was hoping for uh, maybe a, a little bit, uh, a few more downloads a week than 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 you were. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I mean, I thought, man, if we could get to just a just a basic between fifty and a hundred, I'd be I'd be pretty thrilled with that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, the the heart behind this has from the beginning been. Um, in one sense, taking public our typical conversations from Sunday afternoons in the basement, which unfortunately, because of life circumstances and such, don't actually happen anymore. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> which is a, a bit of an ir- irony when it comes to 
the origins of the podcast, but so I've been, uh, I've been pleasantly surprised at, uh, at, uh, at how things have developed. And I think that, um, the, the whole, uh, we had sort of set the every other week as a target and then things just kind of got away from us mm-hmm. <laughs> in a and good way. We are one year later at, uh, our episode 52. Yeah. 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 So do you want to start with just some basic statistics on, on what's going on with the pod here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously we ended up doing a, uh, a weekly podcast every week in that first week. So I believe we dropped the preview episode on like December 15th. Does that sound right? Somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, if we did that on December 15th, uh, on December 16th, we had 76 downloads. Um, which is way more than I expected for, for our preview episode, which, which was crazy to me. Um, but one year later, uh, we have over 8,000 downloads, um, which is, uh, I'll let you do the math at home, but that's far more than we ever anticipated uh, uh, having. And goodness, by the, by the time this drops and we, we uh, gain, we'll have um, a couple hundred more. Um, so uh, yeah, that's, that's far beyond anywhere, the numbers that we expected. Um, over our time, we've hit almost all 50 states. Uh, we have not had downloads uh, in New Mexico, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, North Dakota, New Hampshire, or Vermont, or Maine, uh, and Hawaii. We have not had any downloads in Hawaii. Every other state, though, we've had a download in. Yeah, it's interesting when you look at the map, you've got two pockets, really. You've got the, the far uh, northeast, and then the the upper Midwest slash slash West mm-hmm. as as our our gaps, um, and uh, in terms of top five states when it comes to downloads, some of these are going to be I think pretty predictable, right? Indiana, obviously, we're based here in Winona Lake, Indiana. Sure, uh, Ohio, Illinois, third, Michigan, fourth. So, so the the surrounding states, the Great Lakes. And then this one was a little surprising to me. Coming in at fifth, Virginia. Yeah, I don't know how that's possible. That's interesting. So shout out to our Virginia peeps. Yeah. Um, and then when you look at cities, that it, it more or less follows that kind of uh, that, that same pattern, right? So in terms of cities, obviously you'd expect South Bend slash Elkhart, which is the area that includes Warsaw when they start to kind of draw the metropolitan area maps, uh, leads the way. Second is Columbus, Ohio. So, so our, our, uh, our affection for the Buckeyes uh, is, is paying dividends here in, in the great state of Ohio. Uh, Fort Wayne, Indianapolis, Chicago, and then... Washington, D.C. Crazy. Yeah. And specifically Hagerstown, uh, Maryland, I think. Yeah. Just out. Yeah. I, I don't know how that's how that's calculated, but I don't I don't you know. know. Yeah. So clearly we are power brokers in 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 the world's most powerful city. Right. I mean, that's that's right. And well, and then coming in after that is Cl- the Cleveland Akron area. Yes. 
Um, and then right after that, uh, I think surprisingly is uh, Minneapolis St. Paul. Yeah, that's an interesting one as well. Um, and I know we have, uh, I think, a pastor in Minneapolis St. Paul. I don't. Do you know him uh, that that listens pretty regularly? Um, I, I think I, I think I know who that is. If it's the person I'm thinking of, I think he and his wife attended Ohio University. And so we knew them from our days in crew. And he used to be a pastor in Iowa, and now he's moved uh, up to Minnesota. So I think that that's at least one of the reasons why, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, but still, more downloads than episodes uh, there. Yeah. Um, Texas uh, have quite a few downloads as well. California and Oregon have quite a few. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know Dave in Oregon is Dave in uh, Oregon is, is helping us out there, but uh, and Emily is also also listening along. A former student, yes. Mm-hmm. So beyond the United States, though, I, I think this has been one of the surprises to us, hasn't it? That we we are a truly international yes. podcast now. Yes, yes, and um, outside of the United States, we have. Uh, downloads from 29 other countries besides the United States. I, I did not expect that coming into the year. Nope. Nope. Um, and not just the ones you would expect either. Um, we have, we have some, we have some interesting ones. Um, probably our, our biggest one is uh, it looks like Spain and France are, are right there uh, at the top as well as uh, and Ireland. Uh, is very popular that, you know, we're, we're making waves on, on the continent. Um, um, and then interestingly enough, uh, and I'm trying to find, there it is, Israel. Uh, we yeah. have, we have several downloads in Israel. I don't, I don't know what that's about. I, I don't know either. I don't know either. And then uh, Belgium rounds out the top five there in terms of total downloads. But we also have some, uh, some some downloads from countries that we we are especially tickled by. Uh, yes, um, we have, and they're not they're not very many downloads, but they're still fun to think about. Somebody listening to them or using a VPN that's pinging that area of the world, I guess, is possible as well. Um, Finland uh, that that we have been to. Uh, yes. You know, so uh, Russia, uh, which we aspire to go to. <laughs> yes. Um, which, by the way, Russia is huge in terms of landmass. It's it, I I think I heard at one point. Um, I think this is yeah. This probably included when the Soviet Union, but the Soviet Union at one point was uh, was one sixth of the Earth's landmass. So Russia is just colossal. I think I read somewhere one time it, it has like 14 different time zones in the country itself. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But we've got some downloads there. Yes, uh, some downloads in Australia, um, Japan uh, that you and I have been to, um, uh, the United Kingdom. I mean, we're, we're uh, South America as well, U- Uganda, or excuse me, Uruguay, not Uganda. Sorry, I moved <laughs> not the mouse a little a little quick there. No downloads in Uganda yet. Um, Uruguay, in fact, which... we, we haven't hit the African continent yet. No, we haven't hit Africa at all. That, that and Antarctica are, are the two continents that we are, are, are 
have have yet to uh, have yet to break. Yeah. So we, we've we've spanned the globe, which I think was really uh, surprising to us. I think when we had our first European download, I think we were texting back and forth, just like, "Oh my gosh, did you see this?" <laughs> yes, indeed. Happened. And now I get worried when I see that why why weren't we downloaded in Spain this week? You know, or right. <laughs> get frustrated with the Spanish, you know? Well, I, I think it's appropriate to say that um, we, we, if you are one of our international listeners, we, we would love to not only hear from you, but if you would like to invite us to your country, oh yeah, we would be more than happy to record a live, uh, do a live recording in, in your lovely country. Now, obviously, with COVID going on that, that we'd have to sort of plan a little ways out to make that happen. But I'm just going to throw that out there. If you want to, if, if you want us to come to your homeland and to record an episode, we are very open to, uh, to, to negotiations on that front. Or frankly, we'd just love to hear from you. Um, we have not heard from one of these international people yet. Uh, and we, we'd love to, to hear about their life, frankly. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Um, Doc, what, what have been uh, our most downloaded episodes? What's been most popular uh, with the people? Yes. So besides the preview episode, uh, which makes sense, you know, when people hear about the podcast and they, they go to check it out for the first time, it makes sense. They'd probably check out the short, shorter uh, preview episode. Um, besides that, and if you had asked me to guess before I looked at the numbers, I would have guessed this episode. It was our interview with Dane Ortland, author of Gentle and lowly. And actually the very first episode that we discussed the book was also one of our highest episodes Hmm. in terms of downloads. Um, Episode one, all the way back in, uh, in January, first week of January. Which that also makes sense as to be at the top of the list for sure. Yeah. Um, Where we talked about uh, books, we talked about new year's resolutions. And then uh, I might've guessed this as well. The, the fifth most was uh, our episode on singleness. Hmm. As well as, I believe that was the Super Bowl episode. We were talking about the yeah. Super Bowl. Uh, and David Wright. You don't think David Wright was the pull? <laughs> uh, strangely, I don't think he was moving the needle on that one. What, what's, what, was, what was so drawing about that, uh, about that episode? Uh, do, do you think if, if, if you were going to... That one's been high for a while. That one's always been sort of in our top five. Well, I think part of it is, this is our guess uh, in terms of audience. I, I think a chunk of our audience is in that college student, young professional window. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a pretty, um, you know, a pretty relevant topic for a lot of, of that part of our audience. And quite frankly, I think it's a, it's a, it's a topic that's not often talked about in the evangelical community with, with such an emphasis on family and marriage uh, and those kinds of things. I think oftentimes singleness is not talked about very, uh, very often or even very thoughtfully, to be honest. And I think when you talk about singleness, that, that kind of resonates with, uh, with people in terms of uh, maybe their experience in the church, maybe how the church hasn't always done the best job of uh, of caring for singles and valuing singles in the church with such an emphasis on family that um, that might've resonated in that way. Yeah. It might be worth, it might be a topic worth revisiting 
uh, yeah in future pods um yeah doc any any particular highlights you want to you want to mention as we uh as we think about the past year like like what do you what are you going to remember most from podcasting in 2020 well i think that the a couple, a couple things come to mind one is really just the um our, our interview with Dane Orland. I think that was just a, a, a great experience. And that was our first sort of venturing out beyond just the two of us talking yeah. and, and, and bringing in a third person into the mix. And um, I, I was pleased with how that went. And I feel like we were kind of out in front a little bit on the buzz on gentle and lowly. Like we had, we had sort of identified that as here's a book we're going to read together. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we announced that, basically, you couldn't buy a copy of that book anywhere. It was sold yeah. out at major retailers and such. And while, of course, you know, on a humorous level, I'd love to think we were responsible for that. Obviously, uh, we had kind of gotten out in front of the of the buzz on that, and that that book on has made just about every single, you know, best books of 2020. Uh, list when it comes to uh, Christian books. So it was a big get for the podcast to get, to get an interview with him. It was, it was, and it, and it was, he was gracious. He was kind. He was great. If you haven't listened to that episode where it's been a while. Yeah. I think it'd be worth to go back and listen to it again. And, and John, what else were we out in front on in the year 2020 on the podcast? Um, we were way out in front of this. We were talking about, <laughs> I think we were talking about COVID in January. Did we, were we talking about it in January? I think at least end of January. And, and why were we talk, why were we out in front of this, John? Well, I, I had a trip to Taiwan coming up um, and Taiwan, uh, if you're not familiar with how uh, geography or the geography of Taiwan, it I mean, it's right off the coast of China. Um, so I was supposed to take 10, 11 students to, Taiwan with me and China was just blowing up uh, with this disease. And so I was tracking it, seeing where it was, seeing how things were going. And, and, uh, and uh, we, we were following it and we were having a lot of fun with it. Uh, if you go back and listen, we're almost probably too casual about it, seeing what, with what eventually happened. Sure. Um, but, uh, but uh, we, yeah, we ended up canceling that trip. And so we were tracking it long before uh, it was even a big deal uh, in, in the United States. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, let's talk a little bit about um, anything in terms of maybe some hopes for 2021 when it comes to the podcast. What do we, what are some things maybe that we, we'd like to, uh, to try to do? Um, what comes to mind when you think of that? Yeah. Um, some, some solid things that we'd like to do that, that I think we're going to do. Um, I, I think we'd like to read another book together with our listeners, uh, take two or three weeks, probably in the summer and, uh, and read through a book. You and I discuss it. We, we invite questions, comments. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, hopefully we can, we can have, um, more guests, um, you know, uh, do some of those things, uh, as well as, uh, hopefully even maybe in 2021 record at some conferences, you know, uh, we didn't get to go to any conferences this year, but it might be, it be, might be nice to record, uh, at some conferences. Um, yeah. What, what, what about, uh, what, what do you think of what hopes do you have? 
Well, I would love for us to record a live episode. Um, I know we have been uh, in preliminary discussions with a powerful person <laughs> at an institution that we are both familiar with about recording a live episode in a larger venue. Um, but, uh, you know, those, those negotiations still ongoing, still very preliminary. Yeah. COVID obviously becoming a big factor with that. I don't know if they can afford our fee, you know? Yes, that, that could be a little tricky. So we'll have to negotiate that out a little bit. Um, well, as we kind of wrap up this review of, of the pod, the state of the pod, I thought it'd be good for us to talk a little bit about just some of the main stories that, that, that were uh, prominent in the areas of the podcast that we like to talk about. So, you know, we talk about sports, we talk about theology and ministry, we talk about books. Um, and, uh, you know, we talk about travel if you can actually do it, which we can't so that we can just kind of cross that one off the list. But sure. um, let's, let's, let's start with, start with sports. What, when you think of 2020, what are some of those sports memories that come to mind that you're going to probably look back on years from now? Yeah, I, I think uh, the day Rudy Gobert uh, got COVID and uh, basically shut down sports entirely uh, in a single moment, it felt like, uh, you know, it just kind of everything started canceling and it was just a domino effect, uh, including uh, uh, March Madness. Yeah, that, that for me, because um, I actually had tickets to the Big Ten tournament, basketball yeah. tournament in Indianapolis. And the Big Ten had announced that they were going to keep playing, I think, even after the NBA said, we're going to stop. And um, so we had tickets for like the next day, I think. They, so they played it. Yeah, I think they played a day. They still had fans. They were still figuring this thing out. Yeah. And then we were supposed to have tickets for the next day. And that's when they decided not only are we ending having fans, we're just calling the tournament. And then of course, uh, March madness getting canceled, uh, all of that sort of evolving that way. Um, but I remember us being, uh, you know, texting back and forth, like, are you, you know, are they going to, is the tournament going to happen? Like they're surely they're they're going to cancel this now. Um, another sports story, uh, and this this feels like it was a decade ago because it was pre COVID. Was Kobe Bryant dying in that helicopter crash? Crash mm -hmm. and uh, you know us texting back and forth. I remember that very vividly. And in, in initial reports coming out, and then you find out that you know one of his daughters was on the helicopter with him, and just just tragic. Yeah. Um, but, but also just some of the response to it was just felt like I, I was a little caught off guard by how much of a cultural moment that was. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it felt like the world was unified in loving Kobe Bryant, which um, he had a checkered past. He wasn't always as uniformly loved uh, as he was in that moment. Yeah. Um. You had a couple of New York specific sports moments that I'm sure will uh, you'll remember. Yeah, yeah, the Mets got a new owner, uh, which uh, they're still dancing in the streets of Queens uh, over this. <laughs> um, 
you know, uh, you know, for years we've been plagued by an owner who uh, didn't have any money um, and was always trying to tighten the belt um, and was, was bad with PR. I mean, it was just a bad public relations person, a new owner who seems to be doing pretty well, but the bar was set pretty low. Um, and then, uh, and then probably in the last couple of weeks, the jets, uh, almost losing the entire season going, zero and 16, but winning the last two games. So, um, they've lost the number one pick, but still, I mean, the number two picks a very good pick. It just doesn't have, um, that, that blonde girl, um, at the, <laughs> that person won't be available. So, um, yeah, th- those things, uh, stick out to me, uh, I think one of the more interesting sports stories was college football and how each of the different conferences did different things. Uh, and you were frustrated uh, by the Big Ten's decisions uh, during this time. Yeah, the Big the Big Ten leadership was uh, was especially stupid, um, and it it was striking that within a week the Big Ten had released its modified schedule basically to say we're going to play just a conference-only schedule, um, no non-conference games, everything's fine. And then a week later it was, uh, psych, we're canceling the season. And it was pretty clear they thought that the other uh, conferences would follow suit. They thought that they were kind of being the leader, The we're out in front of this. And then actually – the SEC and the ACC were like, we're not going to join in your stupidity. We can do this. So then the, the Big Ten had to backtrack and eventually after enormous pressure uh, came up with a another stupid plan to try to play eight games in eight weeks with no buffer for um, cancellations because of COVID outbreaks. And of course that caused, you know, problems that we've talked about on the pod and, uh, it's been, it's become pretty clear that nobody likes the current big 10 commissioner who was new this year, tough year to, to take over, but um, yeah, no, we don't need to relitigate that. What about uh, any, any big stories that you'll remember in terms of the area of theology and ministry? Um, I mean, one thing that really comes to mind all, well, 2020, ministry uh, pastoral right you you had uh people in churches divided over everything uh from from race to politics uh to uh to masking to, to all these things i think all these things were huge uh dividers uh in 2020 uh, and i think those each presented unique difficult pastoral issues yeah absolutely uh pastors having to deal with um, all sorts of issues that um, they probably never anticipated having to deal with based on their seminary education. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the long-term effects are of some of those divisions that have become evident within evangelical churches over politics, over race, um, you know, and, you know, after effects of differences of opinion on, uh, how to respond to COVID and such like that. But um, what about any, what about notable books from 2020? Um, well, we've, we've already mentioned uh, Dane Ortland's book, Gentle and Lowly. Um, 
I think that may have been the only 2020 publication I read this year. I think everything may have been from, from past years, I think. Um, but you had a, you had a couple of books uh, that came out this year that I, that I have thumbed through. I have not given a full, full read yet, but, uh, uh, you had, you had two books that, that published one, one came out, what was that? October? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Rebels, Rebels and Exiles, a biblical theology of sin and restoration. And we have an episode, uh, where I interview you about that book. Yeah. Um, and that has done quite well. If you go back in the, in the numbers, it ha- it has done quite well. And I think, uh, it, it got boosted by the publisher, which is, uh, always helpful. <laughs> yeah. And then just this month, uh, another book, uh, The Servant of the Lord and His Servant People. That's in the New Studies in Biblical Theology uh, series that actually is uh, originates in the UK. So it has been published in the UK. It will not be available here in the US until next month, until January of 2021. And we plan to do an episode about that at, yeah. at some point. Yeah. Well, as we as we wind down this uh, uh, state of the pod, we 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 wanted to probably hit just a few at least of these. There were some notable deaths in uh, 2020 in the world of sports. We've already mentioned uh, Kobe Bryant. Anyone else that stands out to you? We've got a whole list here. We won't go through the entire thing, but anyone else that stands out to you? Um, Tom Seaver, uh, uh, great Mets pitcher on the, on the 69 world series team, uh, does stick out to me. Um, let's see, uh, J.I. Packer, um, passed not away. a sports figure, just to not be a clear. sports figure. No, 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 <laughs> um, no, 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 not a sports figure that, that yeah. I'm aware of. Um, yeah, th- those are, uh, as I'm looking through the first two, three lines there, those, those are two that, that stick out to me. What and we, did a, we did a whole episode on, uh, yeah. on the death of J.I. Packer and his legacy and, and that sort of thing. So, um, and Any that stick out from you, uh, stick out to you in this list? Well, uh, under sports, I'll just mention Don Shula, uh, legendary NFL coach for Colts and Dolphins. Uh, I think he still has the... Uh, career record for most wins as a coach in the NFL. Um, under, we haven't really talked about politics or history, but um, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Supreme Court Justice, passing away in uh, September, I think, late September, uh, yeah. which obviously created some interesting political dynamics. What about under pop culture, John? We've got uh, several to choose from here. Yeah, uh, I'd probably highlight the the first three. Uh, well, oh, mm, goodness, it's so hard to choose. Um, I'm just going to list them. Yeah, uh, Alex Trebek uh, passed away. Yep, the the uh, uh, Jeopardy guy. Um, Sean Connery uh, passed away. Yeah, um, legendary, legendary. Uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, passed away far too young. Um, he had hid his cancer from, from people for, uh, I think a number of years, uh, and passed away. In fact, I think his last movie is just coming out right now. Hmm. Um, uh, Jerry Stiller, uh, father to Ben, but also father to George, uh, on, uh, Seinfeld. Yes. Yes. Uh, go ahead. I, you you, you got to mention Regis Philbin. I mean, he's, Regis he's, Philbin. He's, yes. Yes. Um, 
yeah, who wants to be a millionaire, talk show host, uh, seem to have more energy than anybody else um, ever. Um, Yeah. I'd also add, and this is partly because of a podcast I enjoy, Linda Tripp died. Yes. Um, So uh, famous in the uh, the Clinton scandal, uh, the uh, uh, Monica Lewinsky uh, uh, affair. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, uh, Eddie Van Halen, of course, and uh, and Kenny Rogers, the gambler. Mm-hmm. You got to know when to hold him, know when to fold him, know when to walk away. Classic. Classic. All right. Uh, well, Doc, we're going way too long here. How about we uh, how about we pick an athlete and do one thing? Let's do it. Um, athletes for episode 52. We've got Ray Lewis, linebacker for the Ravens from 96 to 2012. Mike Webster, center for the Steelers on those uh, dominant 70s teams that the Steelers had. CC Sabathia, pitcher for the Indians, uh, the Brewers, and the Yankees, pitched from 2001 to 2019. And uh, Jamal Wilkes was a forward for the Lakers from 1974 to 1985. Two entries from uh, the uh, the Ohio State University. Uh, Jonathan Hankins was a defensive tackle from 2010 to 2012. And then uh, Wyatt Davis, a current guard on the Ohio hmm. State team, who will in all likelihood be a first-round draft pick, was an uh, All-American this year. So out of that list, John, who do you like for, for episode 52? Well, uh, since we're in a hurry, I'll narrow it down to two. Uh, I like Ray Lewis and I like CC Sabathia. Okay, um, i i would I would lean towards going with CC Sabathia. He was a um, he, he was a guy that didn't look like a professional athlete necessarily. He was a big guy, six six, but like over three hundred pounds, and uh, just did not have the the sort of normal body type that you look at and go. Oh, he's, he, he's a, he's an athlete, you know? <laughs> yeah. But he won a uh, He had do- double digit wins for 13 years, 2001 to 2013 had double digit wins every year. Yep. And was also kind of well known for wearing his hat a little crooked. Yeah. So yeah. just had, just had a, a little bit of a different vibe about him. So good, good pitcher. Yeah. That, that'd be my preference. Okay. Let's do it. All right. CC Sabathia. It is. One thing you liked, John. Um, well, for Christmas this year, uh, I was with uh, Andrew's family uh, for Christmas for the for the first time, um, and uh, her dad went into his baseball card collection and gifted to me on Christmas Day uh, old Mets baseball cards. Um, wow! So he got me uh, a card of the nineteen sixty nine uh, World Series team. Okay. Um, that's pretty, uh, pretty cool. And it has all the, all the, uh, team leaders on the back. And then, um, the Tom Seaver, 1969, uh, Cy Young, uh, pitching leaders. Okay. And so, uh, Tom Seaver won 25 games, uh, that year, which is unheard of today. Yeah. Uh, and right behind him was Phil, I'm going to mispronounce this, uh, Nicro, uh, of the Braves who just passed away this last Necro. year. Necro. Necro. Excuse yep. me. Knuckleball pitcher. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, for me, um, 
you know, when you have a long drive out to Omaha and back, uh, that's, that's prime time for some, uh, for some podcasting. And, uh, so I listened to, um, American history tellers. Hmm. It's, it's done by Lindsey Graham. Who's the same guy who did, uh, 1865. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, they do like sets of episodes. So he, so I listened to the set of episodes. It was uh, six episodes plus an interview on the cold war, which was very fascinating just to, to, to hear the history of that. Um, And Lindsey Graham does a great job with that and uh, highly recommend his stuff. But um, that's uh, American history tellers. So that was my one thing that I liked this week. All right. Well, Doc, I think I think we've arrived. Yes, mission accomplished. I think, and it's it, I, you'll have to forgive me if I'm getting a, a, a little emotional here. Like this is the end of our first year of podcasting. Yeah, we made we made it, John. We've arrived. We we have we have successfully completed episode fifty two. The, the critics said it it wouldn't be it wouldn't happen. The doubters said we couldn't do it, and we have successfully recorded an episode a week for the entirety of 2020. Awesome. Yes. So in light of that, we can say mission accomplished, and thank you to all of our listeners who've joined us this year, and we look forward to an even better year in 2021. And with that, all that's left to say is the Lord bless y'all real good. Later. Later.